All right. So welcome, everybody, to Dabs and Duke, episode six. We are back to review the finale of WandaVision. All right. A lot of questions unanswered, which is a good thing. Like, they needed to leave stuff open. A lot of questions did get answered, and holy fuck, what an episode, man. Like, best episode of the series by far. By a long shot. Like, a long shot. It is over. It's over. It's over. What's that one, Jeff? NBA? Vince Carter? Doing it. It's over. It's over. It's done. It's over. It's over. Marvel never. They don't miss. They don't. They don't. We got a lot to talk about this week, and overall, very impressed with it. Not disappointed in the slightest. Yeah, I think there could have been more stuff that I would have liked answered, but like the amount of stuff they didn't answer leaves things open for the future, so that's exciting. <laughs> it's really crazy. Marvel never misses. It's, it's crazy. It's really crazy to think about. They never missed. Ever. Like, what? Monica and... And Nick Fury? What? Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. We basically got the origin story for Scarlet Witch? What? Oh my. Come on. Come on. So, let's start with. What do you want to start with? Uh, let's start with our thoughts on this series. All right, so I sent you my rankings and I tweeted my rankings. Um, for those of you who do not follow me on Twitter, the listeners who don't, uh, I put it at number six overall behind, let's think. Well, I'm going to try to do it from the top of my head. Endgame, or well, first Infinity War, Winter Soldier, Endgame, Iron Man. I have a heavy bias towards Ant-Man, which a lot of people disagree with, but I put that at five and then I put WandaVision at six. Wait, you have Infinity War number one? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were Team Endgame. Nah, I was always like, I mean, Endgame to me is more entertaining. And given the choice between the two final battles, I prefer the Endgame one. But as a movie as a whole, I think I prefer Infinity War. I mean, I do prefer prefer Infinity War. Good man. Good man. Um,. Yeah, and then following that, I've got uh, following WandaVision is Civil War, Black Panther, Homecoming, The Avengers, Guardians, uh, Far From Home, Doctor Strange, Iron Man 3, First Avenger, uh, Ragnarok, Captain Marvel, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Iron Man 2, Thor, Guardians 2, Age of Ultron, Incredible Hulk, and The Dark World Mm -hmm. to round out everything. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Damn, so I wish I had my list on on me. Yeah, I next week we do quick top five. Let me do quick top five. Yeah, the yeah, and then next week if we want to go more in depth into it, we can absolutely do that. We're gonna have a yeah, lot. Yeah, let's too. let's do the next week. But um, top five. Okay, definitely Infinity War number one. Um, number two, Winter Soldier, of course. Number three. Number three. I love Civil War. I rewatch it so much. I'm gonna have to go Civil War. Fourth, 
this is controversial. This is my bias. I love Homecoming. So I might put yeah. Homecoming yeah. top five. I fucking love that movie so much. And then number five, I would have to put I wrote Iron Man. Iron Man, yeah. Can't go wrong with the original. Oh, gee. Yeah. That's what was so tough. Why Division Six, though? What? I said Wonder Division Six, though. Why? Oh, Why is it? For me? Yeah. I thought overall, really, the only thing that tainted it for me was the Pietro storyline. And they could still fix that in a later project and i think they will because of the reaction like same thing they did with the mandarin like with the mandarin people hated it and to me that's the one part of iron man 3 i don't love and so it got a lot of backlash and so now they're correcting it right shang chi the villain's gonna be the real mandarin yeah so i think probably correct pietro now too and they'll find a way to do it with the multiverse to say you know he was Wu's guy in witness protection or Mm -hmm. it was a character that agatha created or something like that like ralph yeah. was a character that agatha created and then she layered the quicksilver layer on top of that that's understandable. did you how'd you feel about bettany's comments so i know a lot of people didn't like the fact that he said it's the first time he's working across an actor i think it's fucking hilarious i think it's yeah. absolutely hilarious yeah i thought it was funny too i am not mad at that at all i think and then you did you watch the video of him on good, good morning america no i didn't the way he was talking about it, I was just laughing so hard. Like, not only is like the fact that he said it funny, but like watching him kind of realize the hype he accidentally built up making a joke and then realizing it like live on TV, hilarious. Like Paul Bettany, so fun, like such a funny man. Yeah. And like unexpected too. Like I didn't really expect it at all, but like WandaVision has shown me just based on like the press tours and stuff is Paul Bettany's hilarious. Yeah, definitely. I wasn't too angry or upset about it either. I know a lot of people were up in the tizzy about that. Yeah. And what you just said about Pietro Storyline, because everyone was so eager for them to incorporate s right. And that's the thing I read today, is that they didn't have a plan B for him. Like, they were not going to cast Aaron Taylor-Johnson or anything. They always it had to be Evan Peters, otherwise they were going to cut that whole bit out of the storyline. So, really? that, so that makes me think so that really makes me think like why like why did it have to be Evan like if you didn't want to bring Aaron Taylor Johnson back that's because you killed his character off you don't want him coming back right obviously you didn't want to cast a random person because it wouldn't have had some, the same effect on the fans so now at this point if it can't be Aaron Taylor Johnson it leads me to believe that there's still some little bit of hope that he, they may keep him as X-Men I hope you're right because but, but like I sent you in that one voice memo, like at this point I don't even know if they're not planning to run with X-Men, I don't think they'll run with the Spidey movies either. Like I don't I can't see them doing that either. I um listen man, like I think that I don't know if they're necessarily going to see I'm torn because I feel like they have to bring him back around. Otherwise, what's the point of even having him in WandaVision to begin with? Right. But at the same time, like, there's so many other different ways that they could maybe bring like, tie in S-Men. The other thought I had was, like, maybe... Um, I don't know. Like, there's a couple thoughts I had. Maybe, like, my one was maybe Agatha tried to replicate like Quicksilver's, like, appearance and accidentally grabbed the wrong Quicksilver appearance and put it on that guy, Ralph. 
and is a totally separate character. He That's just has the same thought. face. Yeah. Um, because like Darcy has that comment in like episode the Halloween episode where she says he's wearing the wrong face. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking like, could Agatha put a spell on Ralph and made him look like that and like messed up and accidentally made it look like X-Men Quicksilver instead of MCU Quicksilver. Like there's a, there's a million ways you could spin it. Like you could do the Wu witness protection storyline. You could say a bunch of different things, but like at this point, mm-hmm. it's just looking like that's not where they're going with it. And I think with the backlash and other things, they may spin it around and may bring those things in but i don't know i think they're gonna do that i think they're gonna do the latter they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna pop them back up eventually i bet like you wouldn't like again marvel doesn't do things on accident and i don't think they would have used evan peters if they didn't intend on using that plus like deadpool is going to be canon anyways and he's in the deadpool movie in deadpool 2 so at that point if deadpool becomes canon in the mcu then the original two deadpool movies become canon whether they're set in another universe or not and then once those are canon all the other x-men become canon because you know like colossus is in that and he crosses over and i don't know i think it'll be a nice neat way to tie up the timelines by and we'll get to kang later but i think there's like different ways they could tie everything up in a nice little bow explain why there's two different x-men timelines a lot of different stuff like that right they have so much time to fill in between that and when you know, Deadpool 3 and all these other alternate universe things appear. So they have a lot of explaining to do in between the two or three year gap. And I trust them. They'll, right. they'll figure some shit out. Yeah. And I trust always, always. Yeah. He hasn't done us wrong yet. So, and, and you know, the multiverse is coming up. Like, I really don't think they would do that to the fans, like lead people to believe that he's Pietro with a multiverse movie on the way. I really feel like they got to tie in X-Men somehow, even if they're not bringing Mm -hmm. them all. And I feel like they're going to at least showcase them, you know, like maybe the gateway opens and you see them and that's it. And you get one second of them, but there's also a rumor that I heard today that they cast him. They, they have him down for two more movies now. Peter. Who, Aaron Tim Dustin? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, fingers crossed on that. Fingers crossed for sure. You want to talk about, Oh, I didn't even rank WandaVision. I don't know where WandaVision ranks in the uh, the Marvel canon for me, but I just love how it was the proper introduction to Scarlet Witch that we've been waiting for. Yeah. That finale, again, aside from the Pietro bit, the finale was beautiful. It was perfect. Best episode of the series. It was so good. And last thing I'll say about Pietro for now, um, like if Marvel wants him to be the x-men version he will be like like marvel's gonna do what they want and marvel's gonna do what the fans want so i would assume he will be but yeah but this episode again like just phenomenal like the battle scene was everything i could have asked like i think it was awesome that they had agatha and wanda fight and then at the same time you had vision and white vision and they were doing like a mental battle yeah that was I liked how it wasn't like just all fighting all the time. Yeah. I like how it was yeah. like half and half, you know? Yeah. And I yeah. love how it tickled the, uh, the inner philosopher in me with the ship of Theseus reference. Yes. That was ill. That was very good. Did you see Bethany tweeted today? Um, he tweeted one of the memes where it was them sitting on the bed talking about grief. And he said, what is the ship of Theseus? If not the ship of Theseus persevering. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> it was funny. It was real good. He's a comedian. He's a he's, funny guy. He's a funny guy. And like I always knew like Olsen was pretty funny just based on her past press tours and stuff. Batney had never really paid attention to his press tours, but he's he's a pretty good funny guy too. Like yeah. Yeah. and that was the yeah. other thing with Catherine Hahn, like I'd only seen her in comedic roles up till now, and I think she played that role beautifully as well. She's a great actress, man. Yeah, yeah. Everyone did a damn good job performance-wise in this right. series. Like everyone did perfect. And that's the thing I read about, like even Peters today too. It said like he had to switch from being Uncle Jesse from Full House to being Joey Tribbiani in Friends to being I forget who from Saved by the Bell. Um, but it's like mm-hmm. they, he had to like kind of play those three different characters, and he did all of them well. Definitely. I think the kids were perfectly cast. 100%. Like, it was just a while. And, like, the dotty mislead where, like, they make you think she's... <sighs> red herring, man. I knew it was You're right. Herring. Yeah. Like, and, and like, there's a... The fact that so many people, like, like I'm, like, even talking both of us, even, um, we're right about so many of our theories, but also wrong about so many of our theories. There's so much it can lead you to believe. And I think Loki's going to be the exact same way. And I'm very excited for that. And that's why mm-hmm. I think good though we'll get this break with falcon mm-hmm. and Winter soldier whether it be action 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 a little bit of mystery but mostly action yeah yeah i think it's going to be perfect and i think loki is going to be a ride i think falcon and winter soldier is going to be very reminiscent of the way that civil war started. absolutely civil war and winter soldier yeah i think somewhere yeah, in between definitely. those two yeah definitely so I, here's another theory that we both got wrong. Didn't we both say that Vision would die? Well, I mean, he did. Yeah, but technically. I mean, I kind of thought that's how he was going to die. I was thinking he was going to die when the hex came down. Were you thinking he was going to get murdered by White Vision? I thought, yeah, I thought that he would be like, I didn't expect his data to be implanted into a whole other body. I thought that was thing. fantastic too. Like the fact that they didn't yeah. even fight, like he was able to just like touch and now all the memories are there. You can continue the vision character. Yeah, that's like, essentially vision. Right. And, like at the end, they leave it up to, she's like, we've said goodbye before, which means we can see each other again. Like there's no doubt in my mind. And like, then you see her with the multiverse and like the dark hold, mm-hmm. which, Absolutely. which now shield is officially no longer canon. Officially, officially. Yeah. Because the Darkhold was in that in seasons four and five. I'm sure they'll still tie it in through the multiverse too if they want to, because I think Quake is too good of a character to pass up on, along with a bunch of other characters from the show, but mostly her because she's like the main. But I think they'll probably still tie it back because I think that's like they, they'll do what the fans want, not necessarily everything, but I think especially with the multiverse coming up, I think they'll tie in all the yeah. shows like that. And I think they'll say Daredevil was always canon. And I'll, I think they'll say Agent Carter was always canon, things like that. That'll probably happen as well. Oh, you think they're gonna tie in the Netflix shows too? Yeah, I think they'll say. I think I think they'll say Daredevil was always in the MCU, which is tricky though, because I think they want to recast. Iron Fist. I think they want to recast Iron Fist, based on what Feige mm-hmm. said last week. Did you hear what he said? No, what he said. He's like, oh, we got a bunch of great shows, and we know the fans all love them, like Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Agents of Shield, and like he pretty much said all of them except for Iron Fist. <laughs> and uh and, I'm, I'm not heard about that and in humans and in humans which and is the other humans. show everybody liked okay but pretty much he said all the, the ones everybody loved oh uh, did you notice this speaking of the dark code did you pay attention to what agatha told wanda she told her that in the dark code it's her destiny to destroy the universe right yeah and wanda technically 
it, she tells Wanda that her power surpassed that of the Sorcerer Supreme. Mm-hmm. So are we to assume that right now Doctor Strange is training to be the Sorcerer Supreme? So that means he's already he's already isn't he already the Sorcerer Supreme? He wasn't. He technically wasn't given Sorcerer Supreme when the Ancient One died. Remember, he had to train. Wanda said he had to train to reset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So he's gonna. I don't know. He's gonna yeah, get he it, but it's not gonna matter because she's still gonna be stronger. But she says universe. She doesn't say multiverse. Like she could destroy any universe. She doesn't have to destroy oh, yeah. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She could go out there and go destroy the X Men universe, and that's how some of the X Men slip through. You know, anything's possible. That's true. That's true. Which what if she just destroyed like one of the X Men universes, like the prequels, where, yeah. where it's just like she picks like one and it cleans up all the timelines nicely. Um. Mm-hmm. Do you think the citizens of Westview are gonna come back ever? You think, or you think that's the last we've seen them? I think that's the last we've seen them. <laughs> I think that they've gone through enough. We may see them, <laughs> like we may see like a couple. We may see like Herb, and we may see like Dottie again. Um, this is my thought on it. I think. Well, there's another theory about Dottie. I got to tell you in a minute, but I think in Doctor Strange, Wanda's gonna come back to Westview to go talk to Agatha about something. She's gonna wake her up, and then somebody's gonna attack Wanda. And when that happens, Agatha's going to escape. And that's when she's going to team up with Baron Mordo to really? take away powers from... Because they both, again, have the same goal to take away powers from m- magical people who don't deserve it. Quote, right. right. So yeah. I think we'll see Westview again. Not necessarily any of the citizens, but I think we'll at least see Westview again. Hmm. I, I could imagine it being... Like, you just see the, the street sign that says, Welcome to Westview. And then all of a sudden, she's in Westview. Hmm. I just feel like at this point, Wanda is just so detached from this reality. I mean, again, she lost vision again. Like, she lost she her kids. kids. So it's like, she she's trying to get them. Want, right. Yeah, she wants anything to do with that. But that's the, that's the other theory about Dottie is um, in the credits, her name is listed as Sarah Proctor, hmm. which um, Sarah Proctor was someone involved with the witch trials. So there's a theory out there. I don't buy into this theory. I'm just stating it for like as like a thing I read. Um, the theory says that she's a witch still and she was playing coy so that Wanda just thought she was another upset citizen rather than being a teammate of Agatha's. I like that. I actually I actually somewhat like that theory. I like that theory too. I don't I don't think that's what they're gonna do, but like I would be cool. I don't, yeah, it doesn't have much credence, but I really I really wish that that can make sense. That yeah. Sense. And then did you hear the, <laughs> the other thing that was released today? No, what was? About the deleted scene? No, I haven't been on Twitter all day. What was it? <laughs> um, so Pietro, uh, the kids, Monica, and Darcy were supposed to go into Agatha's house during the battle. And they were going to go get the dark hole to help Wanda. And when they went to grab it, the rabbit was standing in front of it. And the rabbit turned into a demon. Oh, and so Mephisto? <laughs> Mephisto or Nicholas Scratch, her son. It wasn't clarified. Mm. They just said a demon. But it was a deleted scene. So we'll never know unless they release it. Dang. I know. That could have been like a very pivotal scene. Yeah. And everything, too. I wonder where they would. But I don't know. That's, that's the thing. That's huge. Like they said, they didn't want to put such a major character in such a small scene. So that's right. why they decided to scrap it. Like I yeah, would have a... get too, 
But like yeah. I get it. I get why they did it. Yeah, there's a lot going on in the series. Like yeah. that would be shoehorning another foe into right. the narrative. It's a lot. Which I they'll get to him eventually, but like they better do it right, you know. So I'm glad this. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I would have liked to see Mephisto or Nicholas Scratch, um, I'd rather see it done right than done quickly. Can we talk about Nick Fury, please? Yes. Yes. The fact that he sent the scroll to talk to her in the movie. Oh, Sword is getting its new. What's it called? The director is getting a new director, and it's going to be Fury, which is just back to oh. step, step one. Man, he he's rebuilding the roster, man. I know. Oh, oh my god. That's why if so they cross good. back, if they cross Agents of Shield through the multiverse, he could just get. Oh, I don't want to tell you how it ends. You haven't seen the end of it, right? Nah, I haven't yet. Don't tell me yet. I won't I'm tell still you. Working on it. There's there's some characters I'd like him to cross back into it. Hmm. Are they super pivotal characters, or are they kind of just? There's well, obviously Quake, and then there's a character you meet. Um, in the final season, which was one of the better seasons, in my opinion, um, just the way it was done. And then she's with she's with two other characters. At the end of the series, she ends up with two other characters, like as a team, as a small sect of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I'm hoping they bring them back. And then I hope they bring, there's one other character I'd like to see them bring back. I mean, there's a bunch, but mainly one other one that I'd like to see them bring back that they technically could if they wanted to. See, I love that aspect of them possibly bringing in Asian of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I also love the fact that that scene really just means the introduction to Secret Invasion. Yeah, I'm super excited. For mm-hmm. Do you and think- I read. Go ahead. Oh no, you go. You go. I was just about to say that I think they're gonna flip it around. Marvel's gonna flip it around because I know in the comments I read very literal comments. But if I remember correctly, in Secret Invasion, the scrolls actually um, they take on the form of the superheroes, but. It seems to be the trend that they're going to take the form of government officials. So I'm wondering if that's how Fury is going to like investigate and get rid of the government so that they don't have as much control over the superheroes. That would be amazing. I think that's what's going to happen. That would be wild. Yeah, I think it's interesting happen. theory there. Yeah, well, I wasn't even thinking secret of it. I was as much as I was thinking Captain Marvel two even before that. That's true. And like getting Monica involved in that would be nice. I don't know what they're gonna what the plot's gonna be because it's taking place present day now, and you still got the scrolls and you got sword involved and now you've got Monica. I think it's gonna be good. I've got like high hopes for Marvel Captain Marvel two, um, and we kind of talked about it how Captain Marvel one we both think that they tried to cram too much story into a two hour movie. Now I don't think they have to do that because you've already gotten like the expose of who she is. You know who she is. You know what she's capable of for the most part. You saw her in Endgame. And now you're ready to kind of push forward. And now she's got a superhero like partner with Monica coming through. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. that it's going to be an interesting movie. It's already going to be better than the first Captain Marvel to me. Oh, like, yeah. Simply by what we already know of Captain Marvel and the fact that with this movie, we don't have to try to see. It's my thing. The, the whole thing with the first Captain Marvel is the fact that we had to, in our minds, envision a character that is supposedly powerful enough to handle Thanos seemingly on her own. So you're already starting off with this preconceived notion of this character. So you're going into a movie like, okay, I need to see something that verifies that. And personally, for me, just my opinion, I didn't see that. So since that was already addressed in Endgame, I feel like with the second Captain Marvel, 
there's a lot more free range to just evaluate her as a written character instead of right. just a vehicle of destruction to destroy right. the big exactly. bad. Exactly. And you look at the first Captain Marvel movie and like, who does she beat up? She beats up like she beats the shit out of like a bunch of losers. Like she doesn't <laughs> she doesn't fight anybody yeah. important. She just fights like the Star Force and they're all just like a bunch of loser creep. Like there's no there's nobody there's no threat there. Like she didn't even fight Ronin. She didn't even end up fighting Yonrod. She just like knocked him on his ass and sent him home. Yeah. Like you're not worth my time. But like we right. didn't see her fight any massive villain in that. And like you said, like she didn't get to really showcase her power. And she got to showcase it a little bit in Endgame when she blew up the ship and she like was fighting Thanos for a minute before he took the power stone. I think this exactly like you said will be the, her to be able to showcase her power for what it truly is, for what it's supposed to have been in the first like movie. Definitely. Oh, the, the show did follow the stages of grief. I know we talked about it in like episode two of the podcast. The writer of the show said that she intentionally outlined it so it would follow the stages of grief. Wanda would go through them each episode. You'd see her progress and progress. I got to rewatch the show knowing that now. Yeah. Like there's so much I want to rewatch the show knowing. Like go back and just reevaluate and like get a better grasp on everything knowing how it plays out mm-hmm. like even going back and watching like episode four or episode like six knowing how the like later episodes were playing out mm-hmm. was a big insight into everything definitely yeah i like i like rewatches of shows like mind division because especially when knowing that like the way that it was released was weekly so i wasn't able to binge it so now that i can binge it knowing what this at the end it's gonna it's gonna make me enjoy it a hell of a lot more, and I already yeah. loved it, so it might boost up my ratings too. Honestly. That's that's another benefit to releasing weekly is like that's what you get out of it. Like you <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can go back and then binge it after you watched it weekly and get it yeah. as one consecutive thing and appreciate it for that as it is as well. Yeah. Um, so are you really feeling the weekly release for all the Marvel shows? No, I'm not honestly. I'm feeling it for most of them. I'm definitely feeling it for Loki because it's going to be a little mysterious. I'm definitely feeling it for What If because it's going to be different each week. I'm definitely feeling it for Ms. Marvel because we haven't met her yet. And I think all the new like, heroes that are getting... She-Hulk, same thing. We haven't met her yet. So like it'll be a nice, refreshing thing to get it periodically. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I really feel like they could do a dump if they wanted to. Out of all of them, probably good. I think this one's the one. If they were going to do it, it would be this one. I'll have to see. I mean, I haven't seen any of them, obviously. But if, if they were going to do one of them, in my opinion, this would be the one to do it. Why do you think so? Because I have a reason by this one, though, for a reason by this one. Because it's like every other Marvel thing that's ever been released. Like, Loki's going to be different, right? It's going to be Loki back in 2010 still with the Time Variance Authority, which we know nothing about. Um, mm-hmm. that Owen Wilson's there and he's going to be trying to figure his way to do different things and we don't know what his goal is right now we just know that's where he is he's just on some other planet right now and he's got the stone as far as we know but with Falcon Winter Soldier it's like like you said like it's like Civil War it's like Winter Soldier it's like it's just fighting to me like maybe it's not maybe there's deeper cuts to it but from what I've heard and what I've seen from the trailers and stuff it's mostly just building on the relationship of Falcon Winter Soldier and them just fighting all the time like mercenaries yeah yeah i can i I agree with you wholeheartedly i think that it's going to be 
your run of the mill two buddies hitting a row beating ass right with right. comedic sprinkles here and there yes very much so i think that's yeah. couldn't have said it better yeah and that's why i think it needs necessarily i like i'm happy to see it have a weekly release like i'm not complaining i'm just saying if there was going to be a show with a weekly release that's the one to do it yeah i would agree with that for sure and in hindsight i may change my mind on that but going into it going into all these projects that's the one to me that would be the one to do it for. Yeah. I love the weekly shit so much. I think it was the perfect decision for yes. a show, not only a show like WandaVision, but just to get the viewers back into the habit of anticipating things again. Exactly. Because I we anticipated that. Endgame for a whole year, and I feel like people forgot about that. Yeah. Really <laughs> like, did, huh? Because now we've been anticipating everything for a whole year, but it's not mm-hmm. like we were just anticipating one thing. We're anticipating Black Widow and WandaVision and Loki and Falcon mm-hmm. Winter Soldier and Ms. Marvel and Shang-Chi and Eternals and What If and all these other projects yeah. all over the course of 2020. And now we're finally going to get them. Definitely. Hayward finally gets his end. I don't see him coming back. I think that's <laughs> of course he don't that dirty bastard. I don't see him coming back. I think he was a placeholder for Nick Fury because they didn't want to put Nick Fury in it yet. And they're like, hey, we can add another antagonistic force. We can kind of like just have this dick bag run it for a couple weeks. And then at the end, we'll have this big reveal that Fury is going to be in charge. Yeah. And and because like at the beginning, they said he was interim. They said Hayward was interim anyway. And Again, like I said a couple weeks ago, he, I think he was named after one of the writers of the show or something. Like, you yeah. don't name a character after yourself if it's going to be a major character. Like, if it's a huge plot point, you pull that from the comics. You don't create a character that's right. going to be a major character in the Marvel Universe. But he went full mask off in the hex. He's, like, shooting at the oh, kids. Yeah. Like... <laughs> he said, fuck He said, fuck it. He said, I'm just going to... I'm just going to build on this evilness slowly. I'm going to start as this guy you think is, like kind of shady but like still kind of a like stand-up political figure and then like as it went on it's just like slowly and slowly you're like this guy's fucked up and then you get to like this episode and he's like i'm gonna shoot at kids fuck it (laughs) for no reason he goes from mine so you know what i need to shoot at these kids exactly um so i don't see him coming back i think he's just gonna go and like be in jail forever um unless they do do something with him being ultra but i don't think that's the way they're going with it. When you saw Darcy run into his little truck, were you like jumping around your room? Oh yeah, no, because I was okay. I didn't even say this yet. The whole so I like press play and I was standing up and immediately it was action and I was like I just didn't even sit down. I just stood up and like I sat down for the final three minutes, like when they were tucking the kids into bed. That's mm-hmm. when I sat down and then I stood up again at the post credits, but I was on my feet for the whole 45 minutes pretty much and then i did i did i was like i was like when she smashed into him i was like fuck yeah darcy like i was so excited because i hate him you probably call him bastard i was (laughs) oh wiccan stopping the bullet uh was pretty badass photon doing the same exact thing stopping all those bullets getting shot and stuff i thought that was kind of a pietro parallel from age of ultron where he jumps in front of vision or hawkeye and that kid or whoever oh okay that's an interesting connection that was like a nice parallel where she saves them that was uh, that was another parallel i noticed 
in Days of Future Past when they're in the kitchen and Pietro steals the hat off of the one security guard. Uh, Speed did the same thing in this episode of WandaVision. I thought that was real cool. And he stole his glasses too. Oh, you're right. I don't know if they did that intentionally or if that was just like a QC thing, but like I hope it was intentionally because I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I I just feel like as you learn more about him, you start to love him even more. Like that might be, that's your guy. I noticed that. Yes. No, yeah. No, he's slowly taking over. Like, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the pod or if I just texted you about this. But he's slowly moving up the ranks. Like they've got to bring him back because because <laughs> he's slowly moving up the ranks. Because I just love the way Peters portrays him. Like I think it's a mm-hmm. perfect portrayal, and it like low key reminds me of myself a little bit because he's just very <laughs> sarcastic and just very quick witted and stuff, and mm-hmm, just goofy. And like so, so Tony's still number one. Then Ant Man, Wanda, Peter Parker, and then Pietro would be five. Okay. I can see that. Unless you start involving Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. characters, then it gets dicey because they're not really even superheroes. Like, Nick Fury would probably be on the list, too, but, like, I don't put him on the list because he's not a superhero, you know? Yeah. He's more like the DJ Khaled of, uh, of um, superheroes. He's he just them all gets together. them all together. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with Coulson. Like, Coulson might be on there, but, like, I, you know, he's not a superhero. Yeah. Luis. Luis is definitely yeah. my number one non-superhero character he's funny as hell again not a superhero so i can't put him like in my top five or whatever but yeah pietro potentially if he comes back will be at number five daredevil if he comes in officially he would be up there yeah i fucking love Daredevil so much but yeah kids taking down sword scene was badass wanda did her disappearing thing she just like went poof oh yeah and that was kind she did the thing where she like Sped ran up to Agatha and sent her back to the. That was so cool. In the ruins, in the sky. Man. Oh, I, I called it. I knew she was. It was way more badass than I could have ever hoped when she did the ruins scene. I really thought it was just going to be in like another room, like Agatha did. But the fact that she did it over all of Westview and is like, this shit is mine. I run this shit. Like yeah. that's so <laughs> cold. Holy yeah That was. That was my favorite scene on all of WandaVision. Was that scene? Yeah. Throws the runes up on like, the- who do you think you are? I, I run this. Like, this is my city. Exactly. Like, her face is all, like, old looking, and then it turns back to, like, just youthful, and then she, like, just stares her down, and then all of a sudden the runes just appear on the walls of the hex. Badass. <laughs> Badass, dude. That was her version of Undertaker rising up from the, <laughs> really <laughs> from the casket. It really was. <laughs> Yeah. The people feeling the people. That was a real creepy scene when she started like trying to kill the people. I really thought she might at one point. Yeah, that was nuts. And it was very violent, and they were like asking to die. Like, so you do get like a little bit of like Wanda needs to get this under control. And I'm hoping that's what they do with her in that cabin is they mm-hmm. let her over the next little bit start to although wandavision was supposed to take place right before multiverse of madness yeah um so maybe not but i'm hoping they let her kind of control her powers a little bit get a grasp on that but i don't know they will i think they may i think they may have her and dr strange not necessarily have her as a villain but have them conflict conflict um, yeah definitely yeah but i think that eventually she eventually wanda is going to start to 
toy with what Agatha told her. Yes. The, um, the Dark Lord about her being the one to destroy the universes. Do you think that's going to really matter? I think Agatha just said it to get in her head. I think she might. I, see, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, part of me thinks that she just said that to get into Wanda's head. But even if she just said it to get into Wanda's head, Wanda's so fragile that she would believe that. Take that as true. So I think that too. Yeah. I don't know. Um. The other thing I thought was cool was that when Vision and Vision were actually fist fighting and stuff, they were pretty evenly matched. I did not expect that at all. I expected White Vision to go to town on Vision. I did too. I did but, too. But they were pretty evenly matched. Yeah. Fighting. And I thought he would like beat his kind of like um that scene in uh Infinity War where in Ebony Maw and then pulled up on Vision and Wanda. Yes. I thought he would get that type of ass whooping, like ass beat. Yep, yep. I thought it was going to be rough, but it wasn't. And then they ended up having a conversation. And that was like the perfect way to tie up that storyline. And now White Vision has all the vision memories. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping he has all the vision memories from the hacks too, which I think they'll do that. Definitely. They should definitely include that. I wonder if they're going to make him like, because I know in the comments, in the West Side Avengers comments, um, when he had because i think in the comments he got his whole identity and data from wonder man i believe so wanda had to beg wonder man to reinstall his core into white vision but white vision wasn't fully able to like love wanda the same way he wasn't because although yeah because although he had the data like he wasn't he was still missing a part of himself so I wonder if they're gonna do that. I wonder they may do that, and then I'm wondering if she'll use her powers to give him emotions again. Maybe. I think that's Maybe. how they probably tied up to finalize those two. Not anytime soon, but over the next you know five, ten years, they'll have vision be emotionless, and then all of a sudden Wanda uses the part of the mind stone inside her to give him his yeah. emotions back. Definitely. And Bethany, did you hear what he said? Said he's open to playing Vision forever. He said he loves playing oh, Vision yeah, and he wants to play Vision as long as he possibly can. Man, I hope. Man. I hope so too. He's great as Vision. I love the explanation behind Wanda's power too, like the fact that she she's always she's like naturally imbued with power. The the stone just like accentuated her power, made her even more powerful. Like, yeah. I thought that was a really unique span. Yes, absolutely. I'm waiting for them to say she's a mutant, though, because Agatha kept asking, what are you? She kept saying, what are you? What are you? What are you? And I really thought they were going to drop the word mutant in it, and they mm. never did. Yeah, um, they just said Scarlet. They really drove on the fact that she's a Scarlet Witch right. too much, way too much. I liked it, though. I think it was deserved. We haven't heard that name yet, and I'm glad we yeah. finally got it. Yeah, I think oh, I'm just saying too much because I really wanted her to say that she's a mutant. But, I wanted to hear that, too, yeah. yeah. You know, um, yeah. I think they didn't want to drop that yet. I think they're holding that. Because mm-hmm. now Wanda knows she's Scarlet Witch, but now she's got to find out what where else her powers come from. Because obviously mm-hmm. she's a witch. Obviously she has the Mind Stone a little bit in her, but why could she control the Mind Stone? Because Agatha said, had the Mind Stone not done anything, it wouldn't have expanded her witch powers at all. Right. But why was she able to stop the Mind Stone? Because she's immune. Yeah, that's literally the only reason. That's the reason. That's what kept her alive from the Mind Stone. So yeah. 
or wait, I'm trying to remember the Nexus arc in the that's the one thing like I don't fully she's I think she's like I think the Nexus means like she's the one true Scarlet Witch out of all the multiverses, she's the one Scarlet Witch or something. Okay. Like there's other Wanda Maximovs throughout the other multiverses, but there's only one Scarlet Witch and that's her. Mm. I think that's what it is. I'm not 100 percent sure on that. I don't know too much about it, but yeah, I don't either. That's just what I've gathered, but again, not 100 percent sure. Mm. Oh, Agatha, I don't think this was a parallel at all either. It kind of, like I could see a parallel, but I don't think they intentionally did it. Where Agatha absorbs all the wanda like the wanda power and she goes to fire it back and can't because of the runes. It was like when Thanos yeah. snapped and Tony just like smiled at him and he had the gauntlet. And it's because, like, he's shown he's got the power, you know, and now Wanda's shown she's got the power. <laughs> like, then she yeah. runes. Like, it was a similar feeling for me. It definitely was. Definitely was. I think that, like, most of the main themes of WandaVision are pretty much tied so neatly in the bow. It's like, which I we think, even. Personally, I think Wanda turning into Scarlet Witch. Like the unveiling of her, like in the full suit, mm. I think that's a top three Marvel moment, MCU moment. I would rank mm, that top, that's a hot take. Top three MCU moment. I would say number wow. one is Tony Snap. Number one is definitely Tony Snap. Mm. I think in I Civil have. War, the moment when Tony goes to recruit Spidey and it plays "Left Hand Free" by Alt J, and it just says Queens on the screen. That mm. was a huge moment, but I don't know. That was. I don't know. I'd put that top three. That was really huge because also I heard a podcast earlier of these dudes who are older than us. And a lot of people before Civil War were not believing that Spidey would be in it. Like they were not, they were completely thrown off guard when they saw him in it. Yeah, I I thought that they were going to eventually get him. But like, I was always wondering, I was like, when are they going to get Spider-Man in here? Like, I was like, I know it'll probably happen eventually. And I I knew a little bit about the deal with Sony, how like that's why they couldn't do it because Sony had the rights to him. And so, like, I, I knew that's probably why they couldn't, but I wasn't 100% on all the details. But, like, I was still wondering, like, why haven't they put Spider-Man in the Marvel Universe yet? Exactly. But I think that was a great way to do it. That's definitely top five, I think. Ant-Man turning into Giant-Man, me being a, such a Ant-Man guy, like, that was a pretty funny moment and, like, pretty huge moment, no pun intended. <laughs> um. I don't know. So about moments, it. Man. I was yeah, thinking about so it, but Wanda, Wanda being Scarlet Witch is definitely top three moment. Number one is Tony's snap, but I, Thanos' snap might be up there too, or Thor. Thanos' snap. Thor coming in from Wakanda. Yeah, I, still think, I still think Scarlet Witch is top three, though. I think just all that power is just insane. I'll put those as my top five for now. I'll say okay. in no specific order besides number one, Tony's snap, Scarlet Witch, Thor Wakanda, Thanos' snap, and Spidey in Queens. That's solid. And then I would probably put Captain America getting the hammer in six. I just don't want yeah. to exaggerate my top moments with Endgame, you know? Definitely. I, I'm sure I could think of more moments. I'm just... That, that would take off. So right. It would take... Yeah, it would take a long time. We don't have time for that. We, we got time for that next week, though, because we got no show to recap. Yeah. So we sure. can definitely... We'll go through it. Yeah, I thought it was perfect ending to this episode, like to the series. When Agatha says, you don't know what you've done, and then Wanda's just like, shut the fuck up. And then like, turns her back into the neighbor. 
yeah. it's just like we don't know what she's done and now we'll never know until something horrible happens mm-hmm. yeah so shut up and be the, na- the nosy neighbor again that's the other thing that's wild to me is Wanda controlling Agatha at all times now is she like possessing her at all times like from the mountains is she still like is Agatha under mind control right now from that far away or is she or is it one spell where it's just like you're under control this is how you're going to be. I don't have to think about you now. Or is Wanda always like a little bit of her always making sure she's controlling? If she's so powerful, I think I think she can afford to spend that energy to like control very little of her. I think she can afford it too. I'm just wondering if that's what's going on or not. Not that I think it matters because she is so powerful she can afford that little bit of energy. But Maybe it's just a spell. Could be. We'll yeah. find out, I'm sure, in Doctor Strange. And that's why I'm sure, like Wanda said, I know where to find you if I need you. And so, like, that's why she's coming back to Westview. Like, I know that's what's going to happen. And just, I think that's how Agatha escapes is somebody else attacks Wanda at that point. And Agatha gets away. But I think Westview is going to be like that weird little point in the Marvel Universe that is just like you kind of forget about it. And then all of a sudden it's just like, boom, we're back in Westview for a minute to go get Agatha, you know? And, that's and you think that's where that's where Agatha reclaims her natural role in the comics of just being like a mentor, anyway. Maybe. And she kind of works along with Wanda. Maybe I still don't know if they're gonna make her into a hero. They may keep her a villain regardless. But I'm thinking, is that rabbit now because that scene was cut? Is that rabbit still Nick Scratch and or Mephisto? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I think yes. I'm inclined to say yes, um, but maybe that's what distracts her. Maybe Wanda turns the turns Agatha's consciousness back on, and then Agatha turns the bunny back into Mephisto or Nick Scratch, and that's what distracts Wanda so Agatha can escape. Mm, and then does Wanda have to now take out Mephisto? Potentially. Mm-hmm. Just definitely something to think about. That's the other thing, though. Now that Wanda's so powerful, I'm so nervous that they're going to try to. You know what they did with Thor? Like the classic thing they've done with him where it's like if he needs to be strong, like he can throw an axe through all the infinity stones and hit Thanos in the chest. But mm-hmm. if not, like Thanos can just hold him back at all times. They always just weaken him or strengthen him when they need him to be weak or strong. Like there's never throughout all the movies, there's never been like a consistent line of power with Thor. It's always up and down with him. Yep. And I think yep. I'm afraid that's what they're going to do with Wanda. I don't want them to. I want them to keep her at the same level or have her keep getting stronger as it goes now that she's the Scarlet Witch. That's tough, though, because I feel like if anybody says that, you got to ask yourself a question. Do you want her to be unfuckwithable or do you want her to be beatable for the narrative? I want her to be beatable for the narrative, but I don't want her to be able to be beat by like an Agatha-level threat. Nobody, no normal human is going to be able to fuck with her. Like, it's got to be like a Mephisto level threat that's going to be able to beat her, right? Like, if she's going to appear beatable, like, you can't have her just fighting, you know, Mysterio, right? You can't have her fighting, and that's a Spider Man villain, but like, you, you can't have her fighting, I guess, just like weaker characters anymore. You have to have, right. you always have to keep upping the ante. It's always got to be another Thanos or something. You can never have her fight like Ultron again, because she could destroy all the Ultrons just by like throwing her hands out, kills everyone. I feel like she's going to reach, or they might not, because 
maybe I'm basing it too much off of like what her comic power is. Like she's like a beyond omega level threat. So like if she does reach to have her powers, nobody's gonna be able to fuck with her. So I, I wonder if they're gonna, I don't know, make it like a notch below maybe. I don't know because like then you get characters like but you get like Mephisto or you get Galactus or you get characters like that and then what are they gonna do? Bump her powers back up again so she can try to fight them? Probably. Like if you're especially if you're introducing Eternals who are gonna be these big massive like celestial beings, mm-hmm. whatever killed them off or like if you get Kang or whoever, like it's gonna be she's gonna have to try to take them down too now, and in, and to me it's just you can't weaken her and then have her come back like unless you have a reasonable explanation for why her powers are weakened you can't have her just all of a sudden she's weaker because you needed her to be weaker for the story you mm-hmm. have to have her get like drained by something mm-hmm. in my opinion i, I agree like, so you don't want them to pull a thor and a hulk with um wanda is basically what you're saying right i want them to keep her consistent or if you need to train her power do it as part of the story don't just do it because you need to i agree with that because i think from here all the all the villains are just going to get that much more powerful. And I think Avengers are rarely going to get together. I think there's going to be fewer Avengers movies. I mean, not that there has been a lot anyways. There's only been four and two of them were pretty much the same movie. They were just split into two parts. Mm -hmm. Um, But the fact that now you've got your Spider-Mans and your, you know, like your Hawkeyes and your She-Hulks and your Hulks and Daredevil potentially, they're fighting people like out on the street. What are you going to do? Are you going to have Wanda come out just to fight like a fucking gang? Like that doesn't make sense to me. Just going to hit her up on the phone. Like, yo, we need you to come deal with something. Right. Right. Like if if Doc Ock comes out for Spider-Man, like you're going to have Wanda to do that. Like you don't need Wanda for that. She's going to leave. She's going to be like, you know, you guys can handle this. (laughs) Spider-Man, you probably before. Right. She could bring the whole city down on them if she wanted. So that's why I think they're just going to, they're not going to need to gather as a group anymore. That's why they'll probably introduce young Avengers. The Avengers movies are going to be, it's no longer all the Avengers until you get to like the last movie of the the next saga. It's going to be like Young Avengers or Secret Avengers or like Magic Avengers or whatever group of Avengers you need, not necessarily all of them. I think they'll send all of them again. Yeah, absolutely. In the next version of Endgame. But I don't think that's going to come for a while because you don't need it. Isn't it crazy to think that that might not come until we're like 30s? Yeah. It's crazy. I can think about it. Well, if you think about it, like, what were we when the original one came out? Like, fucking 13? Yeah. <laughs> when Iron Man came out, and then all of a sudden, I think they're going to start expediting things because, like, back then it was like they're releasing one or two movies a year, and now they're doing like four or five a year, and now they've got TV shows too. And so I think they're going to start kicking things along a little bit quicker. Okay. Like, yeah, I, so you might be right. So we might be 30, exactly 29 or 30 when we right. have another. Right, next big end of a saga. Yeah. Also, disappointing news. Keanu Reeves is not going to be Craven the Hunter. Uh... Yeah, it's okay. I'm still hoping he shows up at some point, but he's not going to be Craven. Who did they did, do they have an official actor yet? Nope. But they offered him Moon Knight and they offered him Craven, and he didn't take either. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if he's waiting for a bigger one. Can you imagine Keanu is Galactus? <laughs> that would be, be so weird. It would be weird. I'm trying to think who he could be, though. Like He'd be the nicest villain ever. He would be such a nice villain. He'd be like a Thanos-type villain, I feel like. Yeah. yeah, he would. He'd be like a rational villain. 
Yeah, he, he would ask kindly to destroy the universe. Please. Please, I'm begging you. Let me destroy it once. I don't fucking know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. They'll figure it out. They'll get them yeah. if they really want them. Yeah. Yeah. What were we just talking about? We just talking about villains. Wanda's powers getting stronger. Oh yeah, like I think they're just gonna keep increasing, like up in the ante who they're fighting. I don't think it's gonna be like a whole lot of Avengers fighting Earth people anymore, just because they're beyond that. I can't wait to see the peak of Doctor Strange's on sorcery. That's gonna be sick. Yep. It's gonna be so sick. I want to see him doing all these weird spells and shit. (laughs) And that's what I told you. Uh, the other day, I think he's gonna be the next big death, like Tony. Yeah, that's gonna hurt me. I need to rewatch Doctor Strange. I actually really, really remember enjoying it. I feel like I enjoyed good. It, it was just like to me, it was like not heavy, but it was like Inception, you know, where it's like a lot of shit going on and it's just kind of hard to focus. And it's just like it, you gotta, you can't. It's not like it's just like Ant Man or it's like you know. Thor three, where you can just throw it on and be like, "All right, I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna do something else while I have this on in the background." It's like if you're watching Doctor Strange, you gotta be like attentive. It's heavier. I get what you mean. It's not as light as those movies, right? I guess. Like, yeah, him dying. I think he's gonna die because we'll talk about Kang more next week because I know you want to talk about him a lot. The one thing you said was how he's like the master of time, and mm-hmm. like Doctor Strange has always been the master of time in the MCU. This like to this point. So I think that'll come into play. I think Doctor Strange will have to do something. Either that or Am Man. And I think Hank Pym's already going to get killed by Kang. Um, really? You think I, so? I think Hank gets beat by Kang. I think I think it's just to for Kang to assert his dominance, and so that like MCU can show that like Kang's not fucking around. I think he's going to kill Hank Pym because Hank Pym's a big enough character where it'll matter, but he's in like in the scope of the MCU a small enough character where it's not going to affect anything going for, cause he's old, right? Like, it's not like they cast a young Hank Pym. They cast, yeah. they cast like a retired version of Hank Pym, mm-hmm. which I wouldn't mind a prequel movie about Ant-Man during like world war two. I think that would be interesting, but I don't know anybody else would think that was interesting because like we said about black widow last week or two weeks ago, prequels may not do as well just because it's already over yeah that's true that's true it would have to be like very fascinating for people yes, to care exactly and it, it like if you set it around like if you had it done around the time the first captain america came out first avenger came out um people may have been more interested but like now that you know oh, yeah. story and stuff it's like i mean let me let me rephrase that because I feel like people would care because Marvel fans in general they'll they'll show up they'll flock to anything right 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 court. so maybe I don't know yeah. yeah I think I think Doctor Strange will be the ultimate death at the end of all that but again we'll find out and then obviously somebody's got to die in Guardians because James Gunn loves killing people oh yeah I think it's gonna be Rocket but do you think Star do you think Star Lord should go I wouldn't be mad if it was Star-Lord because then Thor could take over as the new head of the Guardians. Yeah. Did you see, by the way, um, Hemsworth and Natalie Portman are just both ridiculously ripped for this movie. Portman is who? For Thor 4. Damn. Like, like Portman was on set and like her arms just like huge. And there was a picture of Hemsworth's back and it's just like all muscle. 
Man, I don't know what type of regimens they have those people on, but <laughs> good, good Lord. It's just crazy. Like, the fact that they both got so, like, in shape. Like, Hemsworth was always in shape, but, like, now he's, like, this is, like, a crazy upgrade from what he's even been in the past. Wow. God damn. Um, I'm really looking forward to to Thor 4. Especially I after Thor 3. I, I enjoyed Thor 3 more than you, but I know. I'm super excited for Thor 4. And, and to me, I only didn't like Thor 3. It's not that I didn't like Thor 3. I found it entertaining and I found it just like a fun movie. But really, to me, what kills it is the fact that they just gave Hella like six minutes of screen time. Mm. And Hella should have had 15 minutes of screen time. 17 That's minutes. Fair. Anywhere between 15 and 20 minutes of screen time, like an average main character gets, right? Like, that's what she should have got, and they did not give it to her. That's fair. I'm not mad at that. And that's the only reason I haven't ranked so low, is because, like like I said, it might have been on the, the Vino Dabs special. I never thought there was a such thing as too much Jeff Goldblum. And then I watched that movie, I was like, holy shit, there was too much Jeff Goldblum. Mm. Definitely. I feel like, coming from someone who loves it, I feel like half of the credit it gets is because it's not shit adjacent like the first two Thor movies. So I get that. I get that. Yeah, yeah because because it is entertaining because it's not dry. Like the first two Thor movies, right. not necessarily bad. I just think nobody likes them because they're very dry. Especially the second one, very, very, very dry. Dark World is bad. I just think it's a bad movie. I no, think I it's very bad. There are like redeeming moments. You saw Dark World? Yeah, I did watch Dark World. Okay, the scene where like Thor gets his hand cut off, and then all of a sudden you find out it's like Loki pulling a trick. I thought that was pretty sick. That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty cool. Frigga's death scene is pretty cool, and it's like very meaningful moment in that movie. But really, like other than those two moments, and then the post credit, it's like you really don't need to watch that movie. Yeah, like it's such a. I was actually mad that I went back and watched it. That's who else is coming back, by the way, mm-hmm. for Thor four. Sif, she was supposed to get killed off in Thor three. But Jamie Alexander, the actress who plays her, couldn't make the filming for it. So they just cut her out of it. And now she's still alive because of it. What? That's playing 4D chess. chess. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't be in another movie. You guys can all go like the Warriors 3. She's just like, you guys can go get killed off. I'm going to say I'm busy so I can be in another movie. (laughs) I hope, honestly, honestly, this is my. this is my hot take. I hope her and Thor end up together instead of Jane. Why? So, like, first of all, it would be like diverting from the comics a little bit, but it would be like you'd give Jane her own story. And I think that's the way they're marching with it, anyways, is they want to give Jane more independence, more of her own story. You could have potentially, if you kill Quill off, you could have Thor run the Guardians, and Sif would be more likely to go with him there. Yeah. To be a part of the Guardians. I think Sif and Thor were always like a love story on Asgard. And then when Thor came to Earth, like that's when he fell in love with Jane Foster. Yep. And Jane should have her own story. I think it doesn't necessarily need to follow the comics in that regard. They've done other things like that where they've not followed the comics to a T. And I'd like to see that here. Okay, she definitely deserves it. If anyone deserves it, definitely... Process, I get it. Right. Yeah. And like that's the thing. So like now you're gonna have 
you know, Jane Foster and Valkyrie running shit in New Asgard. Yeah. Um, I really do think they should give Sif the happy ending there and let Jane run her independent story as Jane Foster Thor. Yeah, that would be sweet. I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. And that's the other thing. There was a hammer scene on set for Thor 4. Oh, yeah, you did show me that. So I'm wondering, does Loki bring it back at the end of Loki? Hmm. Or do they go to Eitri and get a new hammer made and they give it to Jane? I don't know. I mean, with this whole <laughs> time variance authority arc in Loki, it's very possible. Right, that, that he brings that opens up so many doors. But if he because like if Thor's with the Guardians, right, he could very well just take the Guardian ship up to Eitri and get the new hammer made, and then bring it back to Jane. He could, he definitely could, and then give her his powers and stuff, like in the comics. Still follow that thread like that much, but not necessarily to a T. I don't know. There's a lot of directions they could go with that. The whole Thor movie. Did you see the play they're doing? So like they made they did the play in Thor three at the beginning with like Loki and Thor and like it was like Matt Damon playing Loki and Luke Hemsworth playing Thor. Oh yeah 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 yeah. They're doing another one. They recast them as the same roles, and they got mm-hmm. Melissa McCarthy playing Hela. That is hysterical. Melissa McCarthy as Hela is hysterical. Yeah. It's going to wow. be funny, I think. I think it'll be... Okay, this is a little dark, but I think it'll be real funny if Loki came back with the hammer and Hela followed him through the portal or whatever, and as she mm-hmm. follows him through, she kills all three of them, like kills the fake Hela and then kills fake fake Thor and fake Loki. <laughs> and that's how it starts off. I would love to see that. Plus, it would bring Hela back because then you would get Hela and Christian Bale versus Thor, Loki, Jane Foster, Sif. Like, it would be sick. Oh, and Valkyrie. It would be sick. Valkyrie, Valkyrie yeah. Yeah, Tessa Thompson. Yep. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be a ride too. I think just that whole arc got some revitalization both with Taika and with the Loki series coming out. I think it's gonna be nice well, little, nice little comeback for that arc. Definitely. Definitely. Um, like everything else in MC is gonna be full circle, man. Absolutely. I wonder if they're gonna bring Darcy back into that too. Darcy's gonna get more time, especially now she's a doctor and stuff. She's important, yeah, for sure. She'll definitely be in there. That was the cool thing I thought at the end too, with Wu like running shit. Like he seemed kind of incompetent in Ant Man, like Ant Man and the Wasp. But then, like at the end of WandaVision, you see he's like actually taking charge and stuff. And like he's only man once he learned the magic trick, it opened his shit up. (laughs) Yeah, you got five years. (laughs) You got five years to learn the magic trick. He did that. (laughs) The fact that he uncuffed himself. And then he just goes flourish and drops the cuffs. That was hilarious. And then he just calls the FBI on him. Yeah. That was good. That was a good bit. Man, we're seeing it. We're seeing the growth. We are. We are. Brought it to you to my Jimmy Woo. He's gonna be a good like side character too. Yeah, so inspiration. Look at Woo. So inspiration. Oh, I thought that was another weird part of WandaVision when Vision started crying. Mm. Like a it was right before he said goodbye. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, cried, and he was, like, he asked what he is, and she said, like, you're the part of the Mind Stone that exists in me. And, um, yeah, then they said their goodbyes, and that was a real sad scene. It 
super sad. What was the bar that Vision gave Wanda? It was, I should have wrote down the grief one. The one uh, in episode before? Yeah. What is grief, if not love, persevering? Love, persevering. Oh, that's fine. I'm going to use that. A lot of people hated it. I was like, how do you hate that? That's a beautiful line. What? How do you? Yeah, that's poetry. What? Exactly. But that's why people hated it. Because it's like, oh, it's corn. Not corny. Everything, every single line Captain America delivered in 10 years of film has been corny. Hello. You, you, this was like a great line somebody wrote, and now y'all get mad because you didn't think of it. All right, I bet you just show up in IG captions, <laughs> losers. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, yeah, the whole goodbye scene was weird, but like, again, like it gave you, like, you knew they were gonna come back, like, in mm-hmm. another thing. And that's the thing is the kids were both seen on set for Doctor Strange already. So, I'm just gonna mention Speed and Wicked. They're back already. Didn't miss mm-hmm. They deleted their IG posts, though. They both posted like pictures of themselves, uh, like not on set, but like in the city where they were shooting. Mm-hmm. And then both quickly just deleted them because, like, people put two or two. Feige together, made like, that call, like, yo, get rid of that now. Get that gone. <laughs> people are going to put it together that where you're filming. Yeah. 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 Everyone is really just trying not to be Tom Holland at this point. That's that's the main objective. Yeah, trying not yeah. to spoil shit. Teach them young. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they at least didn't do it directly. Like they both yeah. did it like accidentally, just posting a picture in the city. Mm-hmm. Like Tom Holland's just like, yeah, they we're doing this. That, <laughs> the whole promotion for Spider-Man Three was No Way Home. Hilarious when they both so funny. all three of them when uh, Tom's and Daya and. Uh, Jacob, What's the dude's name? Yeah, Jacob. Uh, but, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, when he when they all posted different titles for it, and then there was like the little video that was like, "Why did they give us fake titles?" Or like, they gave us another fake title, and then it was just like, "Yeah, well, maybe if you stop spoiling everything for everyone." <laughs> <laughs> they were all commenting under each other's posts. That yeah. was good marketing. That was great marketing. It was very good marketing. Just making fun of Tom Holland in the process. Yeah. So homecoming, far from home, and what's the last title? No way home. No way home. Which now people are trying to connect that to the multiverse. They're like, "How is this gonna fit in with the multiverse?" Oh, is it? Yeah, I, I was about to mention that theory that everyone's talking about. People were like, it. "Oh, Toby and Andrew Garfield's Spider Man's are gonna come through the multiverse, and they're gonna have no way home." It's like that's fucking stupid. <laughs> That is dumb. Like, what type of sense does that mean? But that's the other thing. Like, so, like, I was saying, I was doubting. I was like, if they don't put bring X Men and Pietro and stuff, is Pietro's really just named Boner? Like, are they not going to bring the Spider Mans in? But they're also bringing Alfred Molina's Doc Ock and Jamie Foxx's. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, so that's a head scratcher. Gotta be bringing in the Spider yeah. right? And if you do that, why wouldn't you bring in the X Men? Yeah. Alma says this. I don't want people to be angry if they don't show up. I that, that I've I've lowered my expectations so much since Pietro was yeah. involved. Like I do think, <laughs> I do think they're gonna fix it. I think they'll fix it. But like <laughs> I think they'll fix it and I hope they fix it. Yeah. And like, but like ever since Friday, like Friday, I was like, oh no, he's still Pietro. It's just a character Agatha created. And like over the weekend, I was just like, nah, you know. It might not be that, and I don't want to keep my expectations so high because then I'm gonna be crushed if it's not. So like, I, yeah, I'm, now I'm just rolling with it. I'm like, yeah, his name's Ralph Boner, 
and I hope Marvel corrects it, but like, who knows? Who knows, man? Like at this point, aren't we all just along for the ride? <laughs> Pretty much, we're on Feige's wild ride. What's it called, Mister Toad's wild ride? Yeah, Mister yeah. Feige's wild ride. Feige's wild ride. Yeah, they just. They, not only did they name him Ralph Bono, they turned him into a fucking stoner in that last episode. He's wearing the beanie and the shorts, and he's got like a, a tie-dye shirt on, and he's just like, mm-hmm. hey, babe, like, where are you going? And, yeah. and he's playing... That was the thing. He was playing the guitar. He played Amber by... What's that band? The 311 or something? Mm-hmm. And uh, the one line in the song is... Like you have amber inside you or something, and then her powers were like amber colored. Oh, I see. I didn't know that. Didn't even connect that. I didn't. I just read something on it, mm. but I thought that was like a cool little bit that they did that. Definitely. Damn, we're so cool. We're really the best podcast to ever exists. It's crazy. You got anything right now? Nah, man. I think that uh, we can wrap this baby up and get to Kang and other future projects next week yes what's that can got Um, anything else two more things one i like how they wrapped up with monica and wanda being friends at the end definitely that was a good acknowledgement that they had them talk before and then second thing the astral form of wanda in the post credit wild Um, first of all first of all i fucking didn't even see the post credit so when I watched it at 3 a.m., I did not see it because I skipped through. I was like, okay, post credit. And I clicked play, and it was the the Monica one where she meets the scroll and they talk about Fury. And I was like, all right, where's the second one? And I click, click, click. And I was like, nope, nothing. And I didn't see anything in like the little preview box at the bottom. So I went to bed. And the next morning, my friend Chelsea's like, she Snapchatted me. She's like, how about that like post credit when she was reading the book? I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> And so I went back like immediately. I was like, I was still in bed. I was like, I was just like flick the light on. I turned my TV on. I was like, what is she talking about? And I went, I was like, I got to find this. And I like clicked through. I found it. I was like, oh, damn. Like yeah. she's doing the yeah, Doctor Strange Astral thing. That was sick. That was sick. That was so sick. And she's that like was... looking through the multi, but you hear the kids calling in the background. Like mm-hmm. it's going to be beautiful. This next yeah. year, this next two three years this next whole like phase the next saga it's all of marvel throughout be, history is going to be phenomenal it's going to be possibly my favorite phase oh, i'm stamping it now they've got their groove they're just like all right let's do this yeah, yeah. i'm so ready for falcon and winter soldier i want it right now i wish it was coming out this way i really same, want it same yeah but next week we'll talk about kang we'll talk about other theories we've got coming up for any kind of projects we got coming up, maybe we'll talk a little bit more WandaVision, but we'll just kind of dig into stuff we think either comic-wise or like movie-wise, like why we think different theories. And I'll read into stuff too. Um, talk about maybe a little X-Men. I've been I've been trying to cruise through some of those movies still. So yeah, still on your little voyage. What movie are you on? Uh, I, I'm not doing it chronologically like I said I was going to. Next, I'm gonna watch the third one. Um, Oh, last stand? Yeah. Okay. So that's that's my next play. I'm trying to save Logan for last. Definitely. It, it's the best one I've heard. And mm-hmm. all I've really got left are a bunch of shitty ones. So um, I'm trying yeah. to trying to save Logan for last. Yeah. Yeah. Save the 
Save the dessert, man. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, we'll talk about all that next week. And until then, everybody, don't be a boner. Thanks for listening. Don't be a boner, guys. <laughs> <laughs>